0: Here they come, your Camarda wealth leaders, slashing taxes, dominating risks, relentlessly pursuing profits, protecting your assets, and keeping you in stitches while leading to greater riches. Your Camarda wealth leaders with Johnny Hotstocks, Camarda, Rob Bullmoose Shevlin, also known as a financial anesthesiologist, you'll see why. And me, Jeff, I wanna be a doctor Camarda. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on W.E.R., Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Let's face it, wealth matters to living a longer, better life for you and your family. Our goal is to painlessly educate you with uncommonly shrewd advice to help grow and protect your wealth. And while we aim to keep you laughing all the way to the bank, never imagine we're not dead serious about money. All right, folks, welcome back to yet another edition of Camarda's Wealth Education Radio Greetings uh, across uh, the Jacksonville Metroplex and beyond. You're here with Jeff. I want to be a Dr. Camarda, Johnny Hotstocks, Camarda, and Sonia, Embraceable you, Ellie. Unfortunately, uh, Rob Shevlin is not with us today. He's attending uh, uh, to uh, care for his, uh, uh, his elderly mother, so we wish, uh, wish Rob and his mom all the best. Um, So we're going to start. We have an excellent show for you today, folks. A lot of um, very useful information you can apply to growing uh, your wealth more um, uh, at a greater rate than uh, perhaps you have. But I'd like to start with something that is now pending before the U.S. Supreme Court, having to do with 401ks. Most folks have 401ks. They're really, you know, they think they understand, they don't really but, but there's a lot more, there are very complex plans uh, that uh, really are not deeply understood by a lot of participants, even a lot of plan sponsors, employers, you know, typically the employer, the owner, of the business, the trustee, there's a lot of moving parts. What we want to talk about today uh, is the fact that uh, the Supreme Court is now hearing um, a case uh, with a company uh, called Edison, um, the, we're, which is being sued by its employees um, who claim that Edison, um, as the, the, the sponsor and the trustee of the plan, uh, who had a very high duty at the trustee to look out uh, for the interests of the participants, the employees, and make sure that the investments are prudent and fairly priced and so forth, being sued by Edison employees who claim that the products, the investment products in the 401k, were excessively expensive they were the most expensive retail shares uh, that uh, were sold on a commission basis by agents or stockbrokers or whatever um, and the, uh, um, the and, and, and the persistence, the president's rate of return uh, suffered because of the excessively expensive uh, plans now according to uh, to a piece I got from uh, CNBC just today, Studies have shown that even a small difference in 401k investment fees can result in the difference of tens of thousands of dollars of savings, even hundreds of thousands over time. And that's true, really, in any investment case. The higher, given a, a, um, a constant rate of return, the higher the expenses and the fees, the lower the net return, right? If we make 10% and we have a fund like maybe a Vanguard Index 500 fund charging less than one-fifth of 1% per year... Um, uh, so you're going to make just about 10%, maybe 9.92%, um, uh, something like that. Or if we have an S&P 500 uh, fund that charges 2.5%, then you're not making nearly 10%, you're only making 7.5%. The gross return is the same, but the net expense is really dragged to return. And that's really the gist of the arguments. Um, and under the Federal Employee Retirement Income Security Act, ERISA, companies that sponsor 401K plans have a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interest of their employees. And in fact, the ERISA fiduciary standard is among the highest, I know, much higher than a typical trustee is required to, uh, um, to, to manage a trust by. In um, the lawsuit plan, Edison breached its duty in the case of six of its fund options which were almost identical offerings, uh, where almost identical offerings charging lower fees were available, so they had these really expensive funds in there. Now, this um, issue is not uh, limited to Edison. It's very, very widespread in our experience. Most plans that we see, and we deal with a number of them from small and medium-sized employers, have very expensive retail-type products in there. Uh, This is gradually changing, but it's still very, very commonplace and kind of off the radar of a lot of employees and employers. And I think that as, as this, um, this issue uh, increasingly seeps into the news, employers would be very well advised to take a uh, hard look um, at their current plans and if adjustments are required before employees really start digging in, maybe doing some research, and start questioning or complaining um, or maybe considering uh, joining class action suit, which is what this Edison thing is. So this is really something that is going to um, uh, be increasingly um, a, uh, um, a firebrand uh, for, uh, for politicians and, uh, and regulators. Um, and I, I know, Jonathan and, and Sonia, you deal with a lot of folks that have 401ks, and you know, sometimes we take a look at what their options are, and very often there's very little an employee can do. Um, employers obviously have a lot more control, but what are some of your thoughts and comments over this, this whole you know evolving fiduciary uh, um situation?
1: Well, yeah, not to uh regarding the decision, I probably won't comment uh or the uh, direction that goes in, except to say that 401k certainly have been lacking over the years in choices. For employees, you know, the funds, quality of the funds are always tainted because it's generally a race to see who can pay uh, the institution more to get to the dance, so to speak. So, what I'm saying is if ABC Funds fills the pockets, so the coffers more, then their funds might be more represented in the 401k plan. However, that may not uh, line up with the best interest for the clients based upon putting the best talent to work for the dollars. Of course, they would never know that. So I think that uh, certainly shedding a light on this area is good. Not sure if the direction we're going, uh, you know, what's going to come of that. Uh, but certainly they've been wanting for some tweaking. Just not sure how much.
0: Yeah, the ruling is expected, I think, by June. And you never know what the final decision is going to be. But a lot of the press seems to, indicating that the Supreme Court is tipping uh, its uh, hand a little bit and is expected to rule in favor of the uh, the employees. Sonia, do you have any comments?
2: Um, no, I would say that although uh, there are limited choices in a 401k, I think the the thinking behind that is the right choice in that you as a participant in the plan don't really want to be overwhelmed with a large universe of holdings, so it's nice that someone is parsing those down to a few uh, a few to make your decision from. However... Um, there has to be uh, thought put into the final decisions and not just who's paying the most money. Um, and hopefully what will come out of this lawsuit is just a better understanding by the consumers as they're making those choices without the plan so that they can make better educated choices about what they're holding in those portfolios.
0: Yeah, education is critically uh, clearly expensive. Uh, great comments, uh, both of you guys. And just a, you know, a couple of wrap up. Lower courts have already sided with the plan's participants in this case having ruled the company didn't act in the employee's best interest when it chose pricier retail-class shares of uh, mutual funds when cheaper institutional-class shares were also available. And those are the sort that we use as fiduciary investment advisors. Um, and the uh, um, the case is, is part of a wave of 401K-related lawsuits filed against financial firms and other companies that allege mismanagement and inappropriately high fees is the first one to reach the Supreme Court, but there are a number. They shall remain nameless. But a couple of large uh, commission-based competitors, insurance company, big financial planning company, have been sued by their own employees, you know, for using their products in the plan. And these are folks that financial planners that really know maybe much more uh, effectively what a typical than than a typical employee would. So uh, watch this case, folks, and it really just underscores something that we talked about on the show last week, the difference between fiduciary <clears throat> investment advice, which is what Marter Wealth renders, you know, we, we, we don't get paid um, on investment products, we charge a fee to manage and give you our best counsel without really um, being compensated to favor one investment over another, and we're on the hook as investment fiduciaries to know what we're doing and to render advice that's in a client's best interest, which is still quite unusual. Most brokers and agents, they will call themselves financial advisors these days, but they're really not held to the fiduciary standard, which means they don't have to put the client's interest before their own, which means they don't have to look and find the most cost-effective solutions. They're free to, 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 to recommend those that maybe cost a lot more because they pay the sales agent a lot more. Um, but that's something that really is uh, often lost in the 401k universe. Because a lot of employers don't know that if they buy product from a broker, like this case with Edison and, and many others, that the owner of the company is uh, um, is on the hook. They have a very very high legal obligation not only to make sure they are buying cost if they're they're making available cost effective investment vehicles, but also that they're pro- they're, they're providing sophisticated investment advice. And a lot of business owners, they never, never know that, gee was you realize that your employees could sue you for, um, the, um, the, for not offering good investments or not recommending good investment mixes or, or not having very cost-effective solutions. So, again, this is something that will, uh, I think, continue to evolve. And uh, if you have any questions on this or it's particularly about your 401k or want us to review a 401k statement. Um, give you, and this is public information, so we can go back and look at the performance over the past 10 years and see how well a plan did against uh, the S&P 500, for instance, or give you insight as to your own individual investment choices. We're here to help. Just call us at 888 Kamarda, That's 888 Camarta or 278-1177 in the 904 area code. Folks, we'll be back. Thank you very much for, uh, uh, for bearing with us through that long 401k discussion. Uh, bear with us after the break. Got lots more useful financial information to come.
2: You're listening to the Camarda Wealth
0: Leaders on W.E.R. Wealth Education Radio. This show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions, to request free white papers or other educational materials, or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matters, call us at 888-CAMARDA, write it down now, 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A-Charlie-Alpha-Mike-Alpha-Romeo-Delta-Alpha- 888 Camarda. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. Camarda Wealth offers complimentary, that's free folks, portfolio reviews to listeners. Get us your statements And we will thoroughly examine your portfolio, give you opinions on the risk and quality of each position you own, as well as how wisely we believe the whole thing holds together and how efficiently it addresses your needs and goals. At the same time, we'll also opine on how protected your assets are from financial predators, your estate plan, tax savings opportunities, and otherwise we think you can cut risk, avoid probate, save money, and just plain get richer faster. Did I mention this service was... Free? Just call us at 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, 888-CAMARDA, to set up your free portfolio review. Call now while it's on your mind, folks. You're listening to the Camarda Brothers, plus the antlered Rob on WER Wealth Education Radio. Better planning, better wealth, better wealth, better life. Tell your friends about the Camarda Wealth Leaders right here, Saturdays at noon or Sundays at 2. This show is recorded, but if you have questions to be answered privately or on the air if you wish, or want free reports, reviews, or other information, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Call us now, folks. (laughs) Folks, you are back with your Camarda Wealth Leaders. Uh, Welcome to segment number two. Before we get too deep into it, I just wanted to to make an offer to all of you out there. Uh, We have a perennially uh, useful... Uh, white paper, a free report that we've written called The Nine Biggest Dangers Facing Today's Investor and How to Avoid Them. So to get your free copy of this extensive report, my goodness, I think it's probably about 20 pages long, um, really packed with techniques that you can use to protect and accelerate your wealth, call us at 278-1177, 904-ERECO, 278-1177, or 888-CAMARDA. And I think that it's... Uh, it's fair to say that the crystal ball for the markets, um, the direction going forward has gotten to be a lot of clarity. And the reason I say that is we have enjoyed, it kind of hasn't felt this way because of the recession and a lot of uh, people have been fearful and really even stayed out of the market. But since uh, the bottom in March of 2009, the market has even more than tripled. It has been The U.S. stock market has been... Uh, one of the uh, um, the most robust in the world, and we think there's a lot of opportunity remaining outside of the U.S. But going forward, um, it's really become a difficult. It's not a no-brainer anymore. Uh, we think the stock uh, U.S. stock market will continue to do well on momentum, but it's gotten to be quite pricey. And we have an investment board meeting, as we do on a very regular basis, at least monthly. Uh, Jonathan is on that board, as asanya Sonia, myself, Dr. Tang Bwe, our Chief Financial Analyst, and uh, Kim Kamarda, uh, who's a Certified Financial Planner and uh, has some other credentials. Uh, and uh, the Investment Board uh, reviewed some new research uh, that Dr. Bwe had uh, conducted uh, for the board, and this was kind of astonishing. What I asked him to do was to calculate the price-to-earnings ratios for a lot of the investment sectors that we use in our asset allocation model, and many of you probably use in your own investment portfolios, 401Ks, or if you're brokers or banks or other investment advisors, what have you. And I'm just going to read off in in, in no particular order the price to earnings ratio. And remember, the price to earnings ratio tells us how much money a company is earning per um, the share of stock. So if we have um, just to put it in simple terms, a company with 10 shares of stock, um, and, the stock and the shares are worth uh, $10 uh, per for $100 worth of stock and the company is earning $10, right? It's earning $10 as overall profitability divided by 10 shares of stock. That's a dollar per share. That's, that's a portion of profits that is attributable to each of the 10 owners and then if that stock is trading for $10, the price-to-earnings ratio is 10, right? you, you got to pay $10 to get a share of stock that represents $1 of earnings, so the price-to-earnings ratio is, is a factor of 10. Pretty simple ratio. There are a lot of other value ratios that we use, uh, but this one is probably the most popular. So 10 is actually a pretty undervalued. It's, it gets a good deal, historically speaking. So from that uh, perspective, these are what the price-to-earnings ratios are in the asset class that we use in our asset allocation models, frontier markets—these are countries that really are just beginning their economic odyssey and becoming um, developed economically. Places like Vietnam, uh, Nigeria, um, the Thailand, in many respects, uh, Laos—just really not even emerging markets yet. They're really just coming up, um, the, uh, and, and a lot of I mean, a lot of risk, but a lot of exciting opportunity there. Frontier markets, PE ratio 9.4. Emerging markets. These are places like Korea and China, and Brazil, Mexico, that are they're they're not you know fully developed yet, but they've come a long way. Price to earnings ratio 13. Foreign small caps 14.5. Uh, the foreign large caps about 16. Natural resources, gold mining stocks, timber uh, and so forth, petroleum uh, about 13.6. Um, Micro-cap stocks, these are very, very small companies that really haven't uh, um, gotten past a billion dollars yet market capitalization, 16.3. Small-cap growth, wow, U.S. small-cap growth, 24. Uh, small-cap value, about 18. Mid-cap growth, 24. Mid-cap value, about 19. U.S. large-cap growth stocks, 21. 21, price earnings ratio, large-cap value stocks, uh, about 16. Uh, dividend stocks and equity income; these are, you know, some things that folks uh, typically buy, like utilities, to uh, to get income. About 16, and uh, master limited partnerships, pipeline companies, about 23. And here's the real shock: REITs, real estate and um, the r- real estate investment trusts, uh, a shocking for over, 40%, over 40 percent, or the uh, 40 price earnings ratio, which is really quite high. REITs have done very well in the past couple of years. We have them in a number of our portfolios, uh, but we think it's time to take some profits, certainly in the asset allocation model. So we use this as a guide to help us understand relative valuations, and I think you can see that a lot of asset classes really have gotten to be quite pricey. They're not the screaming deals they were a couple of years ago. Some parts of the world are. Um, and certainly there, there are opportunities in a lot of US stocks, but uh, be aware, be forewarned uh, that the, the market has gotten quite a bit frothier from a valuation standpoint. So again, as you chart your course going forward, you, you probably will want to be a bit, you'll need to be more careful than you have in past years. Uh, rising tide, lifting all boats, well that, that tide may be a little bit more selective going forward, then I strongly encourage you to call us for your free copy of Camarda Wealth's The Nine Biggest Dangers Facing Today's Investor and How to Avoid Them. Again, you can get that by calling us at 278-1177 in the 904 area code. That's 278-1177 or toll-free 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A or email me personally, j at jayatcamarda.com. That's the letter J as in Juliet at C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Dot com. Any comments on the, the relative valuations? Actually, before um, I pass it over to you guys, I'd like to mention that we are making some adjustments in our allocations in anticipation of what we think is going to happen, and, uh, some, and avoiding some of the areas that are overvalued. And certainly, REITs uh, are going to uh, to be very, uh, very closely scrutinized. Sonia, Jonathan, you're both on that, that board meeting, uh, which went late last night. Do you have any comments?
2: Um, I'm, just from the emotional standpoint, when you listen to that type of information, that's the type of, of research that's necessary uh, to make informed, smart decisions. We're kind of in a market condition where emotion takes over. You've had your your uh, large-cap stock strategy for a couple of years now. It's been doing well. You still feel like there's some steam in it. And every, when you look in the paper, you see what's happening, happening globally and um, – Pundit and saying that you want to stay in the domestic market. So it's easy to make an emotional decision and miss out on a good opportunity um, instead of having a systematic approach to making those decisions.
0: Jonathan, any uh, any comments on uh top of Sonas? I know that as now again, as a tech primarily a technical analyst at this point, though you just started your your chart of financial analyst studies that that, that we're very excited and proud of you for. Uh, that uh, will give you a lot uh, I think, deeper perspective into fundamentals. But certainly, you know, momentum, a market like this can go on for years, even though it's overvalued based on momentum, as it has many times in the past. It scares me, but it doesn't mean your stocks won't continue to soar. Would you agree?
1: Right, because unlike the last, you know, everyone thinks that uh, perhaps we could hit a wall, uh, that simply doesn't look like the case, because unlike the last two market situations, You have no alternatives. Bonds are not an alternative. Uh, Maybe real estate, but most retired folks I know are not buying real estate, at least physically. Uh, So there (laughs) you have no alternative in the environment. We're in a rising interest rate environment. The water is sapped up, like the uh, waters in Africa, and you will be forced essentially as an investor uh, into the equity markets. At least that's what's been the case with our policies. So the bottom line to that is we could be overvalued based upon P-E ratios, but we could be overvalued for a while. And if you wait to take to dip your toe in, uh, you know, you could uh, die of thirst, metaphorically speaking.
0: There's still, it's certainly a lot of money to be made if the market continues, as has many times in the past. Well past the point of fair valuation on momentum, because let's face it, you know, stocks are priced not by bean counters like me and Dr. Way carefully assessing their value, it's supply and demand in a market driven by emotion, and people who really don't do a lot of research. So it's very, very possible U.S. Uh, stocks will continue, uh, but we think that you ought to be careful and strongly encourage you to call in for this report. Uh, the nine biggest dangers facing today's investor and how to avoid them, call us at 278-1177. ...to get your free copy. Okay, folks, we are approaching the break. When we come back, we will be looking at the Camarda Portfolio and Stock of the Week. One of the stocks, and we picked 60 individual stocks in our value portfolios that we think are particularly exciting. We'll tell you the one that we are most excited about now that you might want to consider for your own portfolio. And then also the Howler of the Week... Uh, And this is a stock that, based on uh, Jonathan's evaluation of the chart, is particularly ugly and something that uh, you may want to avoid purchasing. And if you have it... You may want to give it a good hard look to make sure you want to hang on to it. Stay with your Camarda Wealth uh, Education Radio team. Jeff, Sonia, and Jonathan here. uh, Saturday morning, rebroadcast on Sunday. We'll be back with you in one minute. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. This show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions, to request free white papers or other educational materials, or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matters, call us at 888-CAMARDA, write it down now, 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, Charlie, Alpha, Mike, Alpha, Romeo, Delta, Alpha, 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for Wealth Emergencies. You're listening to the Camarda Brothers plus the Antlered Rob on WER Wealth Education Radio. Better planning, better wealth, better wealth, better life. Tell your friends about the Camarda Wealth Leaders right here Saturdays at noon or Sundays at 2. This show is recorded, but if you have questions to be answered privately or on the air if you wish, or want free reports, reviews, or other information, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Call us now, folks.